From Phoenix to London. From L.A. to around the world. This is The Ticket. All sports, all the time. With your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Yeah, stronger, faster, just make us better, make us better. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Fan man, I'm glad to be here speaking with you today, man. You know, uh, you know, we wanted to say something about the Olympics last week, but I think, uh, you know, there was a little concern there about that, that, that gold medal basketball team, but they finally came through. It was too late at night for me to remember all that stuff, man. But, you know, hey, they had some... They had some good players over there it's you know basketball is just not as dominant as it used to be people are playing our game all over the world and uh, I'm just happy they they won it and, and I, I wanted to lead in with that because I wanted to really take a moment and, and have a moment of, of silence because again an athlete has been lost uh, you know Duckworth who was a, a hell of a ball player for the uh, Portland Trailblazers for a long time man he was uh, Ducksworth big dude yeah, 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 real big dude, man, and, you know, and, uh, you know, Kevin was the kind of guy, you know, he, he gave you all he had, you know, and uh, and I believe from what I've heard that uh, he passed away actually having, um, you know, a camp for kids. He was doing some work with some kids, and I don't know if he if he had a heart attack, I don't know what happened, but, uh, again, an, an, another one from the fraternity is gone, so I just want to, again, you know, have a moment of silence, so uh, let's do that. Now we back, man. We back, and we're going to talk a little bit of football, man. There's a lot of football going on, but I, I also want to tell you, fam, man, I am here again today with our good friends. They came back. I mean, we had such a good time last week that uh, James Hodgins has come back with us, and uh, hey, hey, and hey, also right, Omar right, Smith right, is with us I'm again. I'm in the studio right now. I'm not hearing myself. Am I hearing myself? Oh, well, I can, we can hear you good. You sound real it's good. It's not coming over the air, though, because... Oh, there it is. Now we're okay. Yeah, I had a button. I had a wrong button push. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I made a mistake. I, yeah, well, <laughs> fan man, you, we understand that, and that's why Hodge is laughing at you, man, because uh, Hodge knows you make those mistakes. Hey, Hodge. Hey, Hodge. How you doing? Buddy? Big Hodge. What up, <laughs> fan man? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, you know. I just threw my microphone down. I'm pissed. I made that mistake. I'm going to show you what I'm really made out of. I'm a man. Okay, I'm ready to see When my microphone it. goes down, you better respect me. <laughs> you respect better, Hodge. And you know what? If you don't, I'm coming to Phoenix. Hey, you I'm going to show you what I'm made of. Hey, fan man, you yeah. know what? You sound like you're trying out for quarterback, man. You, you know, know I, I'm going to apply for the job over there. Hey, Omar, you know, fan man sound like he wanted, you know, he wanted to be a quarterback, man. He's, he's trying to show some emotion in the game, which I think, uh, you know, and I'm going to ask Omar, you know, the guy here in Phoenix, man, they say he's not showing a lot of, uh, you know, emotion. So, uh, uh, have you been watching Matt a little bit, Omar? Yeah, I've been watching him. Uh, a little disappointed how he played in the preseason game against the Raiders. I mean, this is third year in the league. You can't throw three picks and a half, and you just can't do that. And uh, I mean, Fan Man might have a legitimate shot. I mean, depends on how far he can throw that microphone. You <laughs> so they say Matt Liner doesn't have a strong arm, so you got to see about Fan Man. Game, and you know they paid this guy ten million bucks, and everybody in Phoenix got all excited because you know you're in the land of losers over there, and they've been losing. I think they went to the playoffs in '98, 1948. When was the last time? And, 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 yeah, it's been a long time. They've been in the league since 1920, and here they are, and uh, they they bring in this guy named Matt Leinart, which he's he very well known in Southern California, and uh, he wins a Heisman Trophy, two national championships, blah, 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 and he's going to be the savior of the Cardinals organization, and look at the mess they're in. That was absolutely, I mean, I'm not a player, never was, but as a fan, and watching all these great quarterbacks throughout the, throughout the you know, watching TV over the years, this guy comes on and does that in front of an audience. 
mean, it's like, I mean, and then, and then, and then they put, and then they give him the starting job. I mean, what are these people smoking over there? It's the Bidwells again. The fans are pissed off. They want Warner in, and now this guy's showing some manhood by throwing his helmet on the practice field. Okay, oh, fan, man, we got we got to cut you off, man. You 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 just losing it, man. But you're showing you your first, you're showing your frustration. A lot of money. I mean, if somebody paid me eight hundred thousand dollars a year, I'm going to throw my helmet on national TV, not on the damn practice field. Well, let me just say this. This is what I believe, and I and I'm going to turn to believe, Hodge, right? and I'm and I want to ask Hodge about this, it's because I've said this to you guys before. It's just that listen, as a number one pick, you know, on a team, listen, if you're a first round draft pick, you come in with expectations, and if you come in with expectations, the team expects you to play up to that ability. Now. If you play above that, then that's okay. If you're somebody they drafted lower, they don't expect you to produce. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. We'll be right back after this mess. They tried to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. I'm Joe Wood, president of Famous Footwear. We are a proud sponsor of March of Dimes' premier walking event, March for Babies, formerly known as Walk America. More babies begin healthy lives because of March of Dimes' research and programs. And with our support, we can do even more for families all over America. One day, all babies will be born healthy, but we have to walk to get there. Join the March for Babies. Sign up at marchforbabies.org. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports okay we're back you're listening to rail of sports on the voice america network with the number one co-host in the world man man Fan man, they dropped us, you know, pretty much like, you know, magic. Yeah, we're no, going to drop. Right. That's what I said. I dropped my microphone, so they, they cut us off. Yeah, yeah, they now, can't I, take that. I want to say, you know, before we move on, and Hodge, I want you to listen to this, too. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something about Hollywood Matt, and, and I need to say this. <laughs> he showed his true grit. After he got hurt last season, when you see him on the sideline with his hat on backwards, standing at the other end of the bench from the coaches, and he needs to get beyond that immaturity. 
You know, yeah, he's like, a, hey, he's a, I'm, he's I'm, a Southern I'm California USC. boy. I sit here in the corner. Don't bother me. Hey, but fan man, they bought him in here to be a quarterback. They bought him in to be a, a starting quarterback. quarterback. They, they bought him in to be the starting quarterback. And this is what I had. I've taken up this issue with you and Jeff before is, listen, the expectations is for him to perform on the field. He's not doing that. And I want to go back because I don't know if the people got a chance to hear what Hodge said in terms of the answer. Now, again, every player is expected to perform up to his ability. If in the event that he does not, then somebody else steps in. So, but, Hodge, what do you have to say about his ability watching that game? But I wanted his ability well, he, compared to the guy who won the Super Bowl for him. He, who is your yeah, opinion is the best quarterback? The, the, he, the, the best quarterback is Kurt right now. He's, he's going to make the least amount of mistakes. He's going to throw the ball around. He, he's the guy with the hot hand. So why would they not? And I'm going to turn to Omar on because this one. Because they can't afford to have another uh, bust. But Omar, a big quarterback. Just because you have a one bad one preseason game that doesn't go in your favor Correct. doesn't mean you're a bust. But wait, but wait, wait. We're looking at more than one preseason game here. Am I right, Omar? You've been watching the same game I've been watching, man. You know Matt has had more than one bad game. I understand that, but I'm talking about this year. We're not talking about last year. I'm talking about this year. But, but okay, but look, you, you got to look at what's happening. Consistently, that's what they look at, a consistent quarterback. You know, Big Ben consistently performed for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're in a chance, you know, to win the Super Bowl, at least in the hunt. Matt's got three years. And Pittsburgh has a, a good offensive line in a running game. Well, you I, don't have that. And you know what? I don't like being a good quarterback. Is tough. The way they shuffle quarterbacks, too, that, that has got to be hard. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me what they were doing last year, bringing Kurt in at different times, doing stuff like that. Because at quarterback, you know, a, a running back, you need to develop a rhythm. At quarterback, you especially have to have that rhythm. Okay, so we're and, saying – And, that and I'm saying Matt when, is now, a good quarterback, but he's not – that they're making all these mistakes. That poor, poor Matty boy, the spoiled little bully kid, is it's, it's all it's all everybody else's fault. I'm not saying that, but I am saying they've well, had are, line, they, saying? they've had line problems the last couple of years. When they finally get the line healthy, he got injured. It, I mean, injuries are not a player's uh, main thing because a guy got hurt. There's nothing he could do about that. Is but it, would is you it not say the O line doesn't want to protect him? No, I no. wouldn't say it. I wouldn't go as far as saying not, that. They don't want to. Well, they always protect they Yeah, but here, no, here's the thing about it. And you, you make an interesting point. See, you say they always protect Kurt Warner. And then it seems like whenever Matt's in there, they're not protecting Matt. What it That's is, again, Feynman, it's, it's preparation. Kurt knows he's got so much time to deliver the ball, and he knows where to go to and to get that ball out of his hands. Matt is holding on to the ball, and Matt is getting sacked. Now, mm -hmm. let's go back to and let's look at the two, okay? Even if they're being shuffled in and out, there's one who's performing better than the other. Cool. Now, come on, you, ju you just left the game high not long ago. Are the players still afraid to say when reporters ask them, you know, we still delivering company lines, man? Can't anybody say, listen, Kurt is the, has performed the best out of everybody here. Well, we I know think, that. I think... I think Matt's a likable guy in the locker room. You know, when I was in the locker room with him, a lot of the guys could relate to him. They like him. Um, but, you know, the bottom line is Kurt is getting it done. And Kurt is more experienced. And that's where experience, what you just talked about, takes over. Kurt is able to get the get the ball out of his hands on time. Whereas Matt still has that mindset of, I, I think I can make the play. If I just give me a second more, I can make that play. And he has kind of that young gunslinger mentality that he can make any play on the field. Hey, Omar, okay, now, you, you, you got four championship rings. If there is competition at a position, who do you want to play? I mean, you know what it's like to get you a want ring. the guy that's going get, to get the job done. You, you want the best guy. you old. So, Omar, you're, you're saying that Kurt Warner should be the starting quarterback. <laughs> and then it was leaked out to ESPN that the starting quarterback was Kurt Warner. So now we have a PR mess on, on our hands. Or are they trying to uh, make the PR happen? 
you know, I, I think how, however it was handled was handled wrong. If they if they if it leaked out that Kurt Warner was going to be the starter and it came from a team source, then that's that's what the coaches got to go with. The coaches said that that's what they got to go with. Now they're saying that it's still up in the air. Why he hasn't they made have that to go decision. With that? Because if, if you're a coach and you make a decision so that that's what you got to go with. Because it got leaked out, so the coach can't change his mind? But you lose your credibility. With who? The media. The, who cares? The coach yeah, we cares. We're not trying to the win games on the media. You're not trying to win games on the field. If Matty Boy gets your starting too. nod, which Wisenhunt said he has the starting nod, he's only going to last four games anyway and then get hurt. I mean, it's it's proven over the last three years. Wow. He's only played. I mean, That's how much has he played? Thing, it hasn't man. been that much. Way to step out on one. Well, well you know, the thing about it, what you're talking about, I'm gonna go back to being a professional again. Well, you know, I'm, if this I'm, is something, I'm, I'm hearing what Omar says. He he basically takes too long to make a decision to throw the ball. By the time he does throw the ball, it doesn't get there. Well, again, I mean, we saw it the other night. You, you got a guy who's got a strong arm. You got a guy who's got a strong arm. You got a guy who's got a strong background and a high IQ in the game of football. So he knows where to deliver the ball to. And he has the strength to get the ball there. And he reads coverages faster than this other guy who has a weaker arm, who's not prepared to know where to throw the ball at. And, you know, he's getting sacked. Now, to me, it's just simple, guys. And, and I don't understand why, because there's always so much argument about people making money when you have have somebody who is not performing and not deserving of the money or of the position, any other position, any other position. I'm sorry, if somebody else was fumbling the ball consistently, then you get rid of that person. You can't have that. If somebody's dropping the ball consistently, that's you're going to get rid of that that's, person. That's what they will do eventually. And you know what will uh-huh. happen? Uh-huh. He'll, he'll go somewhere and win a Super Bowl. That's oh, what's no. going to happen. Oh, no. That's well, how we do it in Arizona. We ship off Simeon Rice, and then he goes and gets 20 sacks. We ship off Michael Pittman, and he rushes for 1,500 yards. Pittman did it. There's a bunch of them out there. Yeah. But, fan man, let me say something to you. What? Simeon Rice. There was no question about the talent of Simeon Rice when that he played for the years. There's no question that man has talent. Like oh, no. No. Are you questioning Bird his team. talent? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, now, come on, Hodge. Talent. Okay, Hodge. Now, I want, you to, I want you to look at the top quarterbacks in the league and tell me who does he compare to. Um, well, boy, it's taken him a long time to figure that Carson, one out. Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer, he's been hurt just like Matt. He came from the same place. Yeah. You know, and he's arguing with the fans about the Ohio State USC game. He ain't even focused. So, you know, (laughs) he's like, he's like, Matt. Hey, that's how they do it in Southern Cali. Hey, you need to lay out the Southern Cali boys. Well, I understand. I'm surrounded. If Matt wants to have a hot tub party, that's his business. There's a lot of hot chicks down there. Well, listen, fan man, you know, my only concern... That's where he started beer-bonging parties. Well, see, <laughs> and see, people people here are getting a chance. And I, I want everybody, as you listen to us, you know, this 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 is just guys sitting around having fun talking about football. And, and, and this, is, this is how we do it. This is conversation with players. Now, it's not just myself. You got two other guys here who got championship rings, you know. And you got, you got James Hodges, and you got Omar Smith, you got fan man, you have myself. And there is not a consensus as to yet as to if Matt Liner should still be the starting quarterback. James, let me me ask you a question. You got Super Bowl rings, you are in great teams, great players, Kurt Warner, the whole thing. What's your opinion of this mess here as the quarterback situation here in Phoenix? It's exactly what it is. It's a mess because the coach is not taking a stand and making anything happen. And really for the last two years he hasn't. I mean, 
Well, that's Shuffling the quarterbacks in and before, out is, before, is not good you know for what, anybody. Before Ray got here, I, I endured, when I lived in Phoenix, I endured 20 years of losing seasons. 20 years of the Bidwells telling the management and the coach, Denny Green, uh, a lot of different coaches. Every three years the coaches came through, and they were putting all these different players, offensive line coaches changing, O-line changing constantly. I think the Bidwells are involved in this because the Bidwells put up the money for this uh, for Matty Boy, and Matty Boy has to go out there and perform, and I think Wizenhunt is being told what to do. That's what I think is happening. Hey, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to jump in here, fan man, and uh, we've got Jeff on the line, so I'm going to have to direct the questions a little bit to you guys because there's quite a few of us on the line. But, Jeff, uh, I, I know you just joined us, but I'm sure you knew what the topic of discussion was going to be today. And that is, of course, it's been leaked that, that Matt Liner is not going to be the starting quarterback, but Kurt Warner is going to be that starting quarterback. And I know you and I had this conversation a few weeks ago, and I think it's time for Matt to get out of town. He's not going to be the starting quarterback. He should not be the backup. And, yeah, okay, I'm going to give you a chance to defend your answer that you gave a couple weeks ago that you think, hey, they should hold on to him, give him time to develop. But, again, you just don't have that much time, you know, in the league. Guys want to win Super Bowls and championships now. So give us your perspective of what's happening with this whole thing from, from a, a distance away and as you look at it. Um, is it too late for me to retract my prediction that the Arizona was on a team on the rise from last week? <laughs> no. Hey, Jeff, I, you know what? I agree with you. I'm going to tell you, if you look at, Arizona, at the Arizona Cardinals, with the exception of the quarterback position, of which there doesn't seem to be any stability, I think uh-huh. they got, when you go down the roster, you know, position by position, I think they got a pretty talented football team. Yeah, I do too, but it's just so difficult in uh it's just hard to win without stability at the quarterback position, unless you have such a great defense. And I, you know, as, as improved as they are, I don't, I don't think they're an elite defense yet. But um, you know what, Ray? I might actually agree with you on, on this situation I, because I believe it's a case-by-case basis with how the quarterback is treated and developed. I, you know, I, I felt Rex Grossman didn't have a lot of uh, of arguing point, and that they should, if they wanted to keep him in Chicago as a backup. Well, then that was their right, and, and he shouldn't have to complain. Now, here if Arizona, if they do cut loose Matt Liner, I guess I can understand that. I mean, he, they've certainly given him, if not a lot of chances on the field, the small chances they give him, he hasn't performed, and he's certainly made uh, enough headlines off the field to hey, make hey, it seem like an unwise event. Hey, Jeff, fan man here. I think the best thing they could do is trade him to Oakland and get Andrew Waters hey, over there. You guys are crazy. They're, they're not going to let go of Liner. One bad game, and y'all got him traded. Liner will be in Arizona longer than Kurt Warner. I promise you that. Hey, I got two guys sitting here oh with, 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 with championship rings on their fingers, and they're telling me, and I don't have one. I got a wedding band, guys. Uh, they're telling me that Matt Liner is going to be here longer than Kurt Warner. Now, here's my thing. If you've got an old guy that is outperforming your new guy, who's supposed to be the future, and the new guy ain't a rookie. The new guy has actually been here for a couple years. Why would you hold on to the younger guy and let the older guy go? Why, what, what, I don't understand that. Oh, Mom, and you said that first, so I'm going to let you answer that question, and then, and, and then maybe I'll know why Philadelphia beat the Sabercats. <laughs> well, first off, at the quarterback <laughs> position, it, it takes time to mature. And you don't have time in the NFL anymore. I, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Okay, go ahead. Look how long it took for Eli. They were bad-mouthing Eli Manning. What happened? His but fourth no, year, he went to the Super no, Bowl. No, but Eli was performing. Eli was, not, Eli was much better than Matt Liner, guys. Not, hey, that, not that much better. He was turning the ball over. He was getting sacked, fumbling the ball. They weren't winning games, but getting it, injured. It, it got to his fourth year, and things started to slow down. You've uh, been in the NFL. Wait, if I'm not mistaken, Jeff, help me on this. I know that uh, Kiki, Kiki, Tiki, whatever, went out, <laughs> you know, because they played the Eagles, and I believe it was a playoff game. Is that right? 
Yeah, forget about Tiki. I mean, in November, two months before the playoffs, Eli Manning threw four touchdowns, I mean, four interceptions against Minnesota and had three of them returned for touchdowns, and they were pretty much re- And even his own general manager said he was playing skittish. So, I mean, you know, he really wasn't playing much better than anybody at that point. Exactly. But, and, and, and he still and went on the right now. now. Exactly. Right, they wanted, they wanted to send well. him and Tom Coughlin out of there, get them out of there and start over. But what happened? They went on a run. He got the job done, won a Super Bowl. Now he's the toast of the town. No, here's what you got to understand guys your, your, your quarterback does not have to win every game for for the team and everybody understands that listen just manage the game you don't have to win the game you don't have to be the hero because you have other teammates that are able to step up and contribute and so you can have a bad day but I'm talking about consistently and consistently Matt has been bad Kurt has been better than him now come on James but, but see in Arizona it's a different system they're not asking the quarterback to just manage the game they're ha- in fact they're spreading it out five wide receivers, and they're telling the quarterback to go win the game. And he's not, not asking the man. And Kirk can do that, but Matt can't do that. Get, Kirk, Kirk is better at it than Matt is right, right now. now. Right now. Right okay. now. But, but guys, wait, wait, so, Omar, so you're saying that they should throw an improved Matt running game could help that a lot. And leave what, him in there. What'd you say, fan man? I just what I'm saying is uh, get Kurt out of there. No, I'm and, not saying that either. No, wait, right. wait, wait, wait. Let me finish my statement and and let let Liner Liner go, Matty Boy go through the whole process and lose another two seasons and get him to where Eli Manning is at this point in his career. Who said about lose, losing two seasons? He he hasn't started one whole season. He hasn't yet. started one whole season. I mean, he he well, okay, the first then. season so when he was a rookie. Warner let got him hurt, play. Uh, a whole season hurt, and, and really assess what he can and do. And know what to do. If you, if you, if you pour $30 million into a kid, you owe it to yourself and to your franchise to at least give him one season to find out what this person can or can't do before you write them off. Not one preseason game. You want to get a return. No, you no, want to get a return it, on your it, investment. You're not going to get rid of a first round pick in his third year and he's had some injuries and he hasn't even played a complete season. You're not going to do that for a 36, 37 year old vet. Which Arizona might actually do it. But yeah, I don't, going, I don't see it. This has been going on for three years now, guys. Three years. This is not. He's not a rookie. He's been around the league for three years. Right, he but he, has, he hasn't started. Is like what we're saying. He hasn't started a full season yet. Is what we're saying. But he gets and, hurt. And, and at least let him start one full season to evaluate him before. You write them off. Is there another Matt that was just drafted this year? I, maybe I'm maybe I'm missing it. Wasn't there another quarterback that was started this year and his name was Matt too? Was drafted this year and his name was Matt too, right? Matt Ryan. Yeah, okay. Ryan. I'm just I'm just having a little deja vu or something here. Okay, <laughs> isn't he going to start this yeah. year? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they're terrible. Okay. okay, okay, okay. He's terrible. Okay, but when you look no, at him in preseason, terrible. I think he's going to be good. But I, I'm he's going to be Fal- good. The Falcons are are pretty horrible at the quarterback position. Okay, but he's going to get a chance to play, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. And he's surrounded by some professional athletes. And I am telling you, they're going to give him a chance because he's the only quarterback they have there. But I am telling you, if he doesn't perform in three years, he's going to be out of there. You just cannot hold on to a quarterback but, that but, long. But he's going, to have a, he's going to have a chance to start a whole season. Well, well, the only wait now, Hodge, we got to go there. Now we all ball players here. The fact of the matter is, you getting hurt. You know, in people's mind, you're what's called injury prone. That's all about the athlete that you are. Right. We can't you, worry you about you because you can't stay healthy to play on the field. Right. Then we got to get somebody else who can. You do yeah, get see, a wait label. Wait a minute, he was you an injury in college. He played well in, in at USA. Hey Jeff, let me just ask Jeff if I'm not mistaken. Jeff, there, there, some people believe that Donovan has been injury prone throughout his career there in Philadelphia, but he stayed healthy enough to get to four NFC Championship games and one Super Bowl. Would you agree or not agree 
that that's something you should take into consideration when you bring your quarterback in. Brett Favre, who played all those years, you knew you could count on him. Now, when you got to take it into the, the equation that maybe we can't count on Matt because he may not even make it through a season, then that also contributes to this decision of, man, i got to get another quarterback. Well, I mean, uh, has Matt missed that much time from injury? I think it was just one year that he was – Sideline from injury, is that correct? Yeah, it was one broken call. Yeah, ball. I think it's, I think it's a little ball. too early to say that he's well, injury is, prone. This I mean, is his, his third year. Is, third year. His problem isn't injuries that's holding him back. It's experience and not playing well in his small opportunities. Right. McNabb is completely different. Comparing apples and oranges in that regard. Well, but I, here's my point. My point is that injuries become a factor. And, and again, it's, 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 it may be early in his career, but still, people take that into consideration. The average football player only plays three and a half years. If in his second year he gets hurt, okay, okay, there's a, you know, well, you something know, goes a, off a your funny mind. thing is, when I was in St. Louis, that was the reason they got rid of Kurt. It, it was, the huge thing was he can't stay healthy. He had these finger problems and hand problems, and that's why he wears the gloves still to keep his hands warm while he's playing, but he's probably got arthritis because he's like 60 almost. And you got to take it into consideration because you got a guy like Brett Favre who's getting hit just like these other guys, but yet still his body maintains itself. Right. Well, well I'm just saying it's funny because that's what got uh, Kurt ran out of town, basically, was the fact that he couldn't stay healthy. Well, see, and okay, so that's something that it, it is taken into consideration, and we will agree that that's taken into consideration. Uh-huh. But just because you get hurt once doesn't mean you're injury prone. Correct. No, but I'm saying this, guys, it, you take it in, it's something to think about. Okay, his collarbone was hurt. The next time he gets hit, is, is he going to be able to hold up? Does he have no, that type no, of body? I, I disagree with you, Ray. I mean, every, every NFL player has been through an injury and has been sidelined at least once in their career. Are they, are, if they're taking into account right now the Arizona Cardinals that Matt Liner had that collarbone injury when they're assessing their quarterback situation when their back or the guy that's going to start is Kurt Warner who's always injured and then anybody who you're going to pick up on the scrap heap as a quarterback has probably been injured at least three or four times I mean I think Matt Liner's on the better side of injury risks right now well I'm going to disagree with you let me say one thing there's no microscope in Arizona it's the softest medium market in the nation. And if, if he would have been in Chicago, Philly, New York, or Dallas, he would have been shipped out. Hey, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with Jeff because I'm going to tell you, I'm sitting here, and I, I, nev- I, I never missed a game because of injury. Did you ever miss a game, Hodge? Like 20 of them. He missed 20 games. Uh, okay, Omar? Yeah, I missed a season. Oh, he missed a season, see? But, but but if you go through, you'll find out that it's amazing because that's really, and it's God's gift to the, those guys who make it because there are many guys who don't make it in the league, and it's because of an injury. It's because of, yeah. You know, so you're, you're sure. really fortunate no, if that fine. doesn't my, happen. My point is still the same, that when you compare him to Kurt Warner and other quarterbacks or other quarterbacks that are out there, Matt Liner is on the better side of – of injury history. I mean, well, I can't believe I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mention somebody, but I watched somebody on one of these other shows this morning, and uh, I don't know if we're gonna go all the way into it, but they happened to say something about a player, you know, who was injured, and that that player, you know, should suck it up and should play hurt because everybody else plays hurt. And, again, I'm just not sure that's the right advice because if we remember the AFC Championship game, you know, LT was banged up a little bit. You know, he was hurt. I don't know if he had surgery, but he was hurt, and he came out of the game. And he's been criticized for that. You know, so, you know, we're going to have to talk about this injury stuff and how you address injuries and what's the difference in being hurt and being injured. You know, you know, can, I say, can I say one thing here? When watching that Cardinals game, that backup quarterback, St. Pierre from Pittsburgh, St. Pierre played better than Leonard did. 
Well, you know, let's talk about that. This guy can stand So do you feel that St. Pierre is better than Matt That's a fan talking. That's a fan. Hey, we got music. So you guys know we got music, what we got to do. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. We'll be right back after this mess. Yes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Jack, you'll get you right back to your head. presents Jack LaLanne Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. Each week, Jack is joined by Elaine LaLanne and his nephew, bodybuilder, kinesiologist, and personal trainer, Chris LaLanne, to answer your questions and help you overcome your fitness roadblocks. That's three times the diet and fitness know-how. Three times the entertainment. Tune in every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific to Jack LaLanne Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Yes, yes, yes. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. And we're about to go into, you know, we're half past the hour, so we're going to go into our fantasy sports. And I, and I believe we got uh, Jim Butts on the line with us uh, in, 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 in replacement of his brother, Eric. Hey, Jim, are you there? I am here, and uh, for the record, I am the better-looking butts. Oh, hey, man, I don't know. Now, what, I, I don't know what we're talking about because you said butts and you said better-looking, so I want people to know that's the last name. <laughs> that's you know, the last name, right? Right. <laughs> that ain't what we're looking at. But uh, I want to welcome you guys. You guys had a great show the other day. Yeah, yeah, it was our first show, and I went. It went really well. That's oh, well, that's good, man. Listen, before we get into that, I just want to also uh, I want to welcome my two guests in the studio with me, uh, who've been here the last couple of weeks. You know, last week again we paid tribute to uh, Gene Upshaw, which again we want to pay contribute uh, pay tribute to him again, and thank you for all that he did to make our lives better. And we'll continue on that struggle that he started. But uh, I got James Hodges with me, you know, former Los Angeles Rams and New York Jets, St. Louis Rams. I ain't that old. Oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. 
Long Island. You look right. Hey, man, listen, I didn't want to say St. Louis, man, because I feel like my wife is watching over my shoulder. You know, she's from St. Louis, you know. So, And then I got I got Omar Smith over here, and he's with that team that lost to the Philadelphia Soul. What's the name of that team again, man? Sounds like Sabercast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just giving it to him, man. But uh, uh, these gentlemen are going to be just like like myself and, and just like Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports and uh, myself and Fan Man. They're going to have their own show. And James, just, y- y- you know, you and uh, Omar, tell me a little bit about what you guys are going to be talking about on the yeah, air. Yeah, we, we got a show coming up. It's called the Owen Hodge Show. Owen Hodge? Hey, I'm Big Hodge, and uh, I'm oh, gonna be the wee. I'm gonna be the host, and my man over here is gonna be the co-host, and we're gonna get a crack, and we're gonna talk about the AFC. We're gonna talk about football just like we're talking about now, and put a little flavor into it and have a twist on it. Oh, well, that's good, man, because I, I, you know, we we need more sports talk on this network. We got the fantasy thing going. We're gonna get more sports on here, and we're gonna bring you guys more people who actually been on the field and played this game, so you can actually have a chance to hear what they have to say from their perspective, as well as call in and talk to them if you want to. As a matter of fact, if somebody like to call us, eight six six. Four seven two five seven eight eight. But Omar, you know, in the arena league, honestly, like right now, you know, the NFL is about to cut their rosters down. Is there a chance that some people who may not make it will end up on your squad there's, or one of the other? There's a, a great chance. I mean, uh, every arena team has their own uh, player development, and they go to the NFL combine, they go to camps, and. Uh, I'd, I'd probably say 90% of the people in the arena league came from the NFL, to be honest. A lot of people don't know that, but I wow. would say 90% that play in the arena came from the NFL. Well, you know, and, and, I'm, and listen, I, I watch arena ball, and, you know, it, it's great talent out there. You know, again, you got these championship rings. Now, this this man got so many rings, he he wore a different ring today. He changed and, them like his clothes. Oh, man, like it's his clothes, you like know. Clothes. <laughs> so, like but, his drawers. I but I, I just want to say, man, that, you know, it was like, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, you guys played, you know, Philadelphia So in New Orleans. Tell us a little bit about what that experience is like to play in the championship <coughs> game of the Arena League. It was a, it was a great oh, sorry, experience. Uh, choking and, uh, on something. <laughs> and James you didn't choke. Now, yeah, I know you didn't choke. It wasn't you, man. Nah, it wasn't me. But the thing is, I just went. I went through what James went through, losing losing the big Ooh. one. So I'm just. I'm, I I understand his pain. He's he's lost a big one. So he's dealt with that a couple years ago. So I'm dealing with it now. But the thing is, <laughs> it's first like time you dealing with it. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And plus, I've won four of them. So <laughs> it's not that not that bitter, not that bad for me. The, to swallow that loss, it was tough. But when you want Word. four of them, it's not, it's, it's not that hard to swallow. Word, it wasn't that hard to swallow? Not when you got four of them. It was hard to watch, <laughs> let me tell you that. Well, listen, I'm going to turn over a little bit because we got Jim Butts on the line. Fan man, you know Jim is with us. He's going to talk us a little bit about fantasy, and Jeff is with us. And I'm sure uh, Jeff might have some, uh, some input on this as well. But we're going to talk about kickers. Is that what we're going to talk about, Jim? Do we really have to talk oh, about Oh, man, kickers? we really hey, – hey, I'll tell you what Butch told me is that we were going to talk about kickers. So when I when I talked to Eric, man, he said we're going to talk about kickers. But I tell you what, Hodge said, man, you better not talk about kickers. And this this is a 275-pound fullback. So I'm Third, just going to get – 303. I'm going to get out of <laughs> the way. I, I thought this was a football show. Yeah, it is, man. But let us hear what you got to say about some kickers. I don't really have much to say about kickers. To me, you know, my opinion on kickers as, as people – is, is different than kickers in fantasy football. <laughs> I used to think, you know, you draft a kicker with a couple rounds left. Now, when you look at the end of the season, the rankings, the best kicker to the, le- to the worst kicker, there's really only 10 or 15 points really to separate you. Every once in a while you get a guy like Neil Rackers on a horrible offense that kicks a bunch of field goals. But really, if you're taking your kicker before you have, you know, all your backups filled in pretty much, you're wasting a pick. But let me ask you about Neil Rackers. Now, you brought that name up. I believe that's a cat used to be here in Phoenix. Is he still here? He's still yeah, here he's still in Phoenix. Phoenix. And, okay, but listen, man, you know, he, 
he can't make a kick when it's on the line. When the game is really a meaningful game, he, he can't make a kick. He's never been in that situation, but maybe once. Football for making clutch kicks. <laughs> yeah, man. So okay, so so tell us how it works in suicide fantasy with the kickers. Kickers for suicide fantasy are just straight points: one point for an extra point, three points for a field goal. Now, depending on the league you're in, you know we have a couple leagues we're in where. You know, they get big bonus points for field goals over 40 yards and over 50 yards, and that makes a great deal of a difference in who you're drafting because if you, you know, one league we're in, you get 20 points for a 50 yard and over field goal. So somebody like Josh Brown or somebody with a big leg can really make the difference on your fantasy team. But most teams, it's pretty average three points and one point. Hey, Jeff, are you there with us still? Here. Yeah, we've been spoiled in Philadelphia for a long time with uh, David Akers as, as our kicker. Uh, what are you seeing about David as, as he's, you know, getting up there in, in age? Is he, is he still consistently uh, going to be there? To, can we count on him? Yeah, you know, I mean, the Eagles' offense last year was, was very sporadic itself, so it didn't, there weren't that many opportunities for, uh, for Akers sometimes. But um, he, uh, he had some struggles. He always struggles in the middle lands. He's actually, I think he's around 37% of his field goals at Giant Stadium. So that's always one game a year where you might not want to want to start, David. I think uh, a lot of kickers struggle there because of the, the way the wind blows around in that stadium. Uh, but regardless of that fact, he, he, did, uh, he dedicated himself this offseason to the, the workout. He came back. Uh, he did a lot of jujitsu and other martial arts training, and he came back in the uh, in best shape I've ever seen him, actually. I mean, he, the other day I was walking around without a shirt, and he had a 12-pack of uh, abdomen area. So... He's really uh, working what kind of shape do you have to be in upper to be body kidding. strength and lower body I, strength and uh, so I had a twelve pack to, the other day. Trying to trying to notch those forty. <laughs> yeah, this is a different type of twelve pack. Uh-oh. I mean the muscular one. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't seen one well, of those in a while. Well, I, I will say this about <laughs> David Akers. I'll say this about David as a kicker. You know, I think he, he like you said, he kind of rededicated himself. And, and I don't want to get back on Matt, but I have to. Because, see, fam, man, that, that's one of the things that we talk about as an athlete and being committed to your sport and sacrificing and doing new things. Well, you know what, Ray? Matt is. He is. He has beer bong parties. He doesn't study the playbook. What's wrong with that? Madonna. He walks on the field and says, hey, you know who I am? I'm here. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so okay, so if a kicker can rededicate himself and uh, you know put time in the weight room, you know maybe you know put on a couple extra pounds, maybe maybe he's going to make a couple extra tackles that prevent a long kickoff return. Uh, it, it, does that count in fantasy football if he if he makes a touchdown saving tackle? No, <laughs> no, not. But you get points for if you're on special teams and you make a touchdown, you get points in fantasy football. But if you if you get tackles or anything, that doesn't count for points. The only thing is points scored. A block field goal that you return for a touchdown, a punt return or a kick return that you return for a touchdown. But, you know, good tackles or anything like that don't count. Hey, Mr. Butts, yeah. uh, wh- where do you put Matt Liner in fantasy football now? You know what? I guess I'm totally opposite of you guys. I was listening to you, you kill him, and I know he had a horrible game the other night against the Raiders, but I watched him in the first two preseason games, and I didn't think he looked that bad. Uh, I think probably if you put a gun to my head, I'd rather have Kurt Warner starting week one for a one-game event. But I think over the course of the season, Kurt Warner's proven that he's not going to last too much. So he's yeah, not one, gonna one, one thing I can say about Hollywood, Matt, he can stare down 150-pound reporters just fine, but it's those 300-pound linemen that he has a problem <laughs> in staring down. Well, one thing about Matt, he's got a Super Bowl championship ring. 
I mean, I'm Ooh. sorry, no. No, one thing about Kirk. Man, Kirk, has, Kirk, Kirk. Kirk, Kirk <laughs> has a Super Bowl championship ring. So he's proven that he can win the big one. There are many. I mean, some great quarterbacks. You know, Dan Marino doesn't have that. Nah. You know, so, uh, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with this guy as much as I can. I, well, well, I have I to like admit Kurt that Warner I had my listen. fantasy draft oh. over the weekend, and I drafted Kurt Warner. Can you I hear me, Dan Warner first, but then I got Kurt Warner oh, uh, like later on. Seen. But I, I got him both late in the round that, it, you know, if one of them flourishes, I feel like it's a steal. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't it, like I said, if you're starting a wild card playoff game or a first round of playoffs, and I got to pick either Matt Leinart or Kurt Warner, I probably want Kurt Warner right now. Mm-hmm. But going into a season, there's no way that you can trust that Kurt Warner's going to play 16 games. He hasn't done it nope. since you know back with, with the Rams. And I like Kurt Warner; he's a great person. I'd love to have him over for dinner, but I don't think that I'd want him at the helm. <laughs> you think when when, when 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 the Tweety Birds play San Francisco? And San Francisco's playing really, really good. And they benched that quarterback. What's his name, right? Smith. Alex Smith. They, Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. They benched him for the other quarterback. The number the one pick in the entire draft. Am I right? Yeah. Huh? He sucks. The number one pick in the entire draft. There's yep. no number one pick in the entire draft. They benched him, and they put the other quarterback in. I don't know where he was drafted or who he <laughs> even is, but he comes in and plays well. And San Francisco, I mean, good old Hollywood Matt has to face that. Well, I'm going to tell you what, it, it, and, and that just go, goes to affirm the position of which I've taken. Make, you made a mistake, okay? The guy's just not the guy. You know, let's get rid of it. We a don't ki- know if, that it if it was a kicker. We don't know You know that what? I'll tell you what. As a matter of fact, the tuna, the tuna has cut a kicker on a Sunday. Sunday night after he missed a field goal. Did he you, also we, just signed Chad Pennington. Yeah, he did. He, he did. But I'm going to himself. But here's what, he's do, here's what I'm saying. He is willing like a CEO to make a decision. Listen, when you know you got a problem, you better address that problem right away and get rid of it. Do yeah, not you know, make hey, it. Right, hey, guys, this is Washington's third year coaching. He has, to, he has to put a winning team out there. Even though they won 8-8, eight and eight, wow, big deal. They got to get into the playoffs this year. I, or I think uh, the Bidwell is going to get rid of him. Well, this is the first time I'm going to agree with Fan Man. This is the first time I agree with Fan oh, Man. Thank you, right? He, he, hot, but here's what I'm saying. Seat. They're not going to get rid of him. The second season. But here's what I'm saying to you, man. Come on. There's a couple of coaches don't get that much time either. And that's what uh, my point is. Two years. Though. Here's my point. No, here's my point. My point is that this is not, he did not draft Matt. He can right. let Matt go. He, you asked for me for my honest opinion as a he professional. He has no saying whether or not they let See, Matt See, that's the bottom that. line. See, that's <laughs> it. That, that's he it has right a boss there. just like See, everyone else does. See, yes. But the boss th- no, doesn't know anything about football. Mm, correct. <laughs> but the boss knows he's signing that check to Matt Leonard that he jumped in the first yeah, round. The coach that could replace Rajan would be Russ Grimm. They're not going to get rid no, of him. No, no, no. Where's season? Where's is going to be? If here. they rolled Denny Green out for three years, they could definitely give him at least three years. Okay, well, he's going to get three years. He, I think he'll get three years for sure. Oh man, I wish we could get three years, but I hear some music. And <laughs> when we hear music, that means something, man. We've been having a lot of fun here. You listen to Rail and Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. I want to thank my man Hodge for hanging out with me today, my boy Omar. I want to thank Jeff. Hey, man, of course I got to thank Butts. We're in Phoenix living like it matters. And as always, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Story again and again about these young brothers from the city of Wayne's Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a 9-horse field, but really there are 7 donkeys and 2 zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Take a look inside the country's fastest-growing professional sports organization. Join Robbie Kendall for Inside the ABA on the Voice America Sports Channel. The show will feature weekly interviews with the owners, players, coaches, and influential league executives. Tune in and be a part of the fastest-growing sports organization in the world. You can hear Inside the ABA every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Eat a bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready. think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, okay. See, I tricked you. See, you guys thought we were leaving. I thought we were leaving, but uh, we had a little problem with the start of the show. So we do have another segment. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. And man, and listen, since we have another segment, let me. You're, let me, you're on yeah. Matt Ryan's payroll, aren't you? Yeah, you're let me. Uh, too much, and you trying to cut us off. <laughs> hey, that's right. He's on. Yeah, yeah, are you, hey, Ray? Are you really a match of payroll? Hey, man. You know, I am the. I am the leader. I match him to have a beer bong party. I am the leader to run. <laughs> Matt out of town, but uh, that's okay. He's been under the radar since he first got here. But let me let me switch up. Let me go to a couple players because I Did mentioned you throw that your little... microphone down right. Can I what? Did you throw your microphone down? No, I didn't. I wouldn't do that. You I, wouldn't I'm, do that. I, I got a good attitude. You got a good attitude. Yeah, but here's somebody. Here's somebody who's been in question. Here's somebody who's been in question, and I, I want to talk about it because I started to bring his name up, but I didn't want to mention him by name. Who? You know, Chad who? Johnson, who is hurt. And, and it's, it's been acknowledged that he's hurt. And, and it's, it's, always, it's also been acknowledged the fact that this man may need surgery. Now, some people are saying that he should go and play because people play with injuries. There's a difference between being hurt and being injured. When you need to have surgery, I think that's where you draw the line and the player should have surgery. Now, Hodge, I want to ask you because, you know, obviously you've played many years, been banged up, been, been hurt. But an injury where you have to have surgery do you think he's obligated to continue to play, or should he have the surgery? Not at all. you got to take care of your investment first, which is yourself. You're your own boss. You're your own manager of yourself. Let me tell you what. If he plays with the injury and he doesn't perform as well, are they going to give him a better contract next year? No. Nope. Are they going to do anything to help him out? No. The, what they'll do is release him or trade him or do something like that. So he has to look out for number one, Ocho Cinco. And, and Omar, now, here, here's a man, again, you know, they've said he has to have surgery. He's being criticized on 
a TV show, to just suck it up, everybody has injuries, go out there and play. You know, what does he have to prove? He's been one of the best receivers in the league for the past six years. Should he go out and play or should he have surgery, in your opinion? I think he should, I think he should have surgery. But, uh, I mean, like you said, he has nothing to prove. But the thing is, people want to see him play. It's not their body. They're not hurt, so they don't give a damn. They want to see him out there playing because he brings a different element to the game. They, he's going to give you something to talk about. If he sits out and gets surgery, that's one less topic people are going to be able to talk about because it's either T.O. or Chad Johnson. That, when it comes to receivers, that's the only people, to two people that uh, the analysts and experts want to talk about. So if he's out, then the focus only goes to T.O. I want to hear what Fan Man has to say about this. Well, you know what? My, my, my feeling on the, on, on the Chad Johnson thing is uh, if he can't play to his full potential and he needs surgery, he should take the surgery, take the year off, and come back the following year. I think it's ridiculous for a player to go out there and play like that and get hurt worse. And I agree with both of you guys. Wow, you surprised me, He'll be kicked out, traded, and he won't get the money. And, um, you know, he's a very, very good football player. And like you guys said, he's proven he's proven himself. He doesn't have to prove anymore. He got hurt. So what? And if he needs surgery, surgery is different than being hurt. In other words, if you're hurt and you're, you know, you need to go out and play, well, you can you can withstand that. But if you need surgery, yeah. he should not be on the football field at and all. And everybody in the NFL plays with pain. I mean, if, you, if yeah, you're playing surgery, football, you're hurt. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. Surgery is different. If he and he's needs not going to play to his full potential anyway, so why put him out there? Why? Why? I mean, if the guy can't play to his full potential, exactly. then he's going to get run down by, by the strong safeties. He's, gonna, he's not going to be able to, to play like he used to play, and then the fans are going to be pissed off that he's not playing to his full potential because the guy needs surgery. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a monkey wrench in on this one now. Now, uh-huh. you, you've heard that there have been many players who have said they've taken some type of if it's a steroid or HGH or whatever it is, to help them recover from injury so they can go out and play. From my perspective, again, I'm not medically inclined. I'm not educated. I don't know about it. But to me, by you taking that, whatever that is, it allowed you to perform at a higher level than what you would have been able to perform if you didn't do that. So in my eyes, that is a performance enhancement drug. So let me ask you something. If, Ty, I mean, if Chad were to go out, and get these shots, which he's going to need some shots in order to play. Is that a performance enhancement enhancement drug? Are you talking like cortisone shots, Ray? Like I don't care what it's called. I mean, you can call it whatever you want to call it. It's still, it now, take, I'm hurt. I'm not taking anything. You're hurt. You're taking something. You're able to play better. It, did, that, did that drug enhance your performance? No, I mean, I, I, I can appreciate your argument, but I think you have to draw the line somewhere. Is Advil and Tylenol, uh, you know, are pain relievers like that considered performance enhancing also? I, I, again, you know, that's what that's what my question is. Where do we where do we draw the line at? Because again, I know somebody who said you know they had a shoulder injury and they took this whatever HGH because it helped them recover uh-huh. quicker. Well, the and, NFL's got a ban list of substances, and I'm sure that they did an extensive amount of research to figure out which of these substances are harmful to the body and should be considered giving an unfair advantage, and which are just normal over the counter uh, type stuff that you can get to to make yourself better, but. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not an expert on that. I would assume that the NFL has done the proper research, and the NFLPA has done Don't has approved it. But you maybe that's a bad assumption. You are making an ass out of yourself. Well, let me say this, Jeff. Okay, right, I, you need a drug dealer online so we can. Hey, but here, 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 well, I'm asking Jeff because Jeff, you know, he reports on some of this kind of stuff. But here's what I'm going to say to you. Okay, me and Omar are sitting here. You know, we DBs. You know, a receiver comes across the middle. We try to hit him as hard as we can. We've hit him and injured him to the point we're not trying to hurt him, but we injured him to the point where now he can no longer lift his arm up over his head, which means 
if it's a high pass, he can't catch that now. Now he goes in, he gets a shot. And now the shot allows him to go up and reach and catch that pass that he couldn't catch because I put a lick on him. That's taking my advantage because away. Defensive back have the same um, same privilege. Well, that's lack of a better word. Doesn't the same same um, access to med- medicine so that if you as a defensive back suffered something in the in the in, during a game, couldn't you go to the locker room and get yourself a shot? I mean, it's not like. It's a discriminant uh, type of um, procedures here. Everybody has access to the kind of painkillers and cortisone shots that that are available for you. Well, Mike, my question is, hey, Jeff, my question is, is how come they didn't do that to Matt Leinart last year, give him an injection in his collarbone? You can't shoot up a broken collarbone. I'm for a a brain injection. I I think there's something that you you guys are missing on the Chad Johnson story here. He, He has a torn labrum. Which is, yeah. which is really like your, your rotator cuff. Really, that affects your throwing more than anything else. No. He doesn't have to throw. I had, I had a torn labrum with the Cardinals, and I would go to sleep at night, and I would wake up in the middle of the night with my shoulder out of socket. Now, right. until you experience something like that. No, I, I have it. Oh. But I mean, uh, well, I'm, I'm just like, that's you know, why we give you until, the players' yeah, perspective. Until you experience something like that, then. You know, you realize that you do need surgery, you know. Can you play with it? Yeah, he could put a brace on it, and he could play with it. And, he, no, he won't be able to raise his arm up to catch a lot of passes. But he could get by with it. But you know what? When you're asleep at night, and it's about the third night in a row that you ain't slept good, and that shoulder's out of socket again in the middle of the night, and you banging it against the wall to try to put it back in, oh, you're going to have surgery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let me, I think let me the main add one thing point, for though. Chad Johnson to do is to change his image of being a team player because – Pretty soon, whether it's next year or the year after that, he's not going to be with the Bengals, and he's going to be on the free agent market. And he has the opportunity to change a little bit of his image from being a me player, it's all about me, he to also has a, I took he also one for has the team a, and played in pain, and he might get a bigger contract out of that. Oh, yeah. You don't get paid. You don't get a bigger contract just because you play her. You get paid a bigger contract because you make plays and put up numbers. That's what gets you more money. That's it. That's all. Yeah, that's what I it comes a lot down of to. People, a lot of general managers in the NFL right now would stay away from Chad Johnson strictly because of his attitude and his reputation. A lot would, but you know and what? You know Someone what? will pay a him. lot oh, more. Yeah. A lot Somebody of general managers will pay him the money because he's a top five receiver in he, the NFL. He's a proven sure. pro bowler year in and year out. He's going to get you fifteen hundred yards every sure. year. But if you got five people competing for you instead of two. You get more you money. Only need two. People throwing the money. You only need two. You really only need two. You really only need two. You know, yeah. hey, hey, I think you're outnumbered on that one there, Jim. I think they got you, man, because I, I think everybody's looking at what happened with Randy Moss. You know, some people stayed away from him, but look what happened when he went up to New England. Sure, sure. It'll happen if the perfect storm comes along. And, and well, he, same thing happened with T.O. I think T.O. is pro bowler. T.O. talking about perfect storm. You know, it's, it's, well, it's a matter when you when you got a player on the field, you know, different people can manage different personalities, and that's what you have to do as, as a football coach. You've got about 60, 70, 80 different personalities, and you've got to be able to manage each one of those. Sure, and the, those who are able to do that. He to go to New England. He took that a minimal again? contract and went there and proved himself. No, but you can believe that contract. I bet you got a whole lot of incentives in that contract. But anyway, the bottom line is he won you a Super Bowl. Do you not? Would you say I don't want to deal with a bad attitude? If a he bad attitude a wins you a Super Bowl, you'll take it. The fans up there love him. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just saying he didn't. When Randy Moss came out onto the open market, there wasn't a lot of people fighting for him because of, he was still a, a, a top three, top four wide receiver. I think that had to do with an attitude problem. Well, yeah, it, well, that's what I think. But, here, but here's my point. Here's my point. 
the attitude, you've got to separate the attitude from the performance. If there's attitude and no performance, of course you don't pull that guy in. If there's attitude plus performance, then, you know, some guys were just talking about the other day, you learn how to manage those type of personalities. Yeah. They got big personalities. These guys are superstars in, in the well, arena the which with, they work in. The thing with Chad is no one's ever accused him of not being a hard worker, not being dedicated, not being a uh, team player. He's never came out and criticize his his teammates during the season. He's never done the things that T, I mean uh, Randy Moss has done. Take himself out of the game, sit on the bench, pout, right, whine, right, do all those right. things. He doesn't have he, off the field problems. He's just no. A lunatic. The only thing he does is celebrate and has antics. Ocho I'll tell you Cinco, what, baby. I tell you what, guys. I know this for sure. If Donovan McNabb could have him on the field to throw the ball to, he'd take him in a hot second. In a heartbeat. No doubt about it. Okay, I think this is it for real this time. I mean, like, we're yeah, not going to play. I, I hear the music. We really have to go this time. Regardless of the mistakes that I made, I'm going to live up to it. I made a mistake. You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. We're in Phoenix Living Like It Matters, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Get it how you live. Hey, man. You got to do it. Now that's what it's all about.